Welcome to Miss Lyrics Poetry Outlaws, the podcast for all things poetry. I'm your host, Catherine Owen, this season reporting to you from Iceland. Outlaws, I'm not normally afraid of the weather. I mean, this is exciting weather, don't get me wrong. It's extremely uh, energetic and dramatic and a delight (laughs) to watch all its manifest shifts. Um, However, it definitely kept me up last night. I only had a couple hours sleep. Yes, this is the first snow in Iceland this year and also it came with a massive wind and now it's kind of still flurrying but that's no big deal. I'm used to snow. I live in Edmonton. It's more the immense winds and of course we get immense winds in Edmonton too and they often come with thunder and lightning which they don't hear but uh Here it's just, you know, a little house in the middle of uh, the countryside. And so we can see the immense impact of the wind on all the trees around us and the bushes. And they're tough little beasts. I was out for a walk this morning when it was kind of in a lull. And the sun is actually coming out now. But... uh As I was saying, I don't know what happened there. I was rambling on and on to myself, and then I was thinking, hmm, not sure if this is recording. And indeed, it wasn't recording. So uh, what was I saying? Well, of course, I was talking about the weather. It's a preoccupation of mine. And I was just uh, finishing up reading uh, Bill Holman's book about uh, being an American living in Iceland. And one of his quotes is just just so wonderful where he says, you know, of course the weather is the most important thing. He said, only the dead don't experience the weather. So it's not as boring as you might think. Today I was working on a three-part piece on Ruskin and his perceptions of clouds and wind and, and so forth. And he was always very disappointed that his countrymen at the time didn't want to speak about the weather. Of course now it's kind of this ubiquitous topic but at the same time are we really speaking about the weather in any depth or is it just another form of superficial small talk so I think what I was talking about speaking of my rude interruption uh, I was saying in my previous podcast episode that I was looking for uh, what Bill Holm called the stoker of which I read an example of yesterday however in all my research, I've uncovered that it's actually called a furskate. It's from the 14th century, Iceland, Denmark, ABAB uh, rhyme scheme, first line, two stress syllables alliterate with the first stress syllable of the second line. Woohoo! You hear that storm? It is intense. It never stops for hours and hours and hours now. 
except for that brief respite where I got out for my stroll. At any rate, uh, so yeah, I will uh, attempt to write that form, though again, as I was rambling to myself, uh, it comes from a specific context and place and time and landscape. And as I found when I really understood that about the chazel or the gazel later on, it's not that easy and nor should it be to write a form out of its historical and cultural context. Which doesn't mean we shouldn't try, only do so respectfully with consideration of those facts. And that reminded me of... um, (coughs) Oh, excuse me. I was submitting to literary magazines just randomly in a sense. Sometimes I just go through an alphabetical list and pick one that doesn't have a reading fee. And uh, this one's called Chola Needles, and I guess it's from the desert. Uh, the editor, Rich, he liked one of the pieces I sent him. They asked for eight to 12 poems. I thought, well, that's a lot, because, you know, usually it's like three to six or sometimes only one. And it turned out that they published 10 mini chapbooks between two covers, which is cool. But, you know, he said, oh, I, I like this one poem. I can understand this one poem, he said. Um, we like poems for people who hate poetry and uh, who you would encounter in the laundromat, uh, your regular Joe. And I had submitted a bunch of, you know, Fisher Price poems. So I was thinking, hmm, these don't seem to be very scholarly, really. But of course, the last line in each of these poems is a line from a well known poet. For me, I guess. Um, I have my blinders on that way and the fact that this is well known and it's going to be accessible and uh, uh, obtainable knowledge for everyone. But of course it isn't and that doesn't bother me at all. Uh, I don't write for the every person. Uh, Nobody really can. But at any rate, I thought, oh, I'll send him back another batch. Uh, So I sent him a bunch of elegies and I thought, well, these are kind of occasional poems in a lot of ways. So I think they're pretty direct and straightforward, and he sent this patch back to, and he said, it's been great talking to you. He said, I've rejected a lot of writers, but you're the first one I've had that this chat with about this issue, and basically, he likes incredibly spare pieces. He said, uh, you know, we're from the desert. Again, that context of place uh, forming your... Uh, poetic literary interests and he said I'm guessing you're from the city and I'm like hmm yep from the city yep mm, university educated yep mm-hmm he said well you write for poets I'm like hmm I don't know about that but okay obviously a clash but it was just really interesting to me this notion of you come from the city so you write this kind of poetry and you know, we come from the country, so we write that kind, and never the twain shall meet. But there you have it. Uh, so I am currently reading uh, Stephen G. Stephenson's mini autobiography, finding out about how he ended up immigrating to Canada, eventually ending up in Alberta, and his large family, and all of his hard physical labor, and his kind of lighthearted view of himself as a poet, even though he took writing poetry very seriously and was incredibly prolific. So I'd actually like to finish on this blizzardy day 
by reading one of his poems again because he has this piece called First Snow, or in Icelandic, Fersti Snjör. So I'll read it in Icelandic again. Please forgive me. I do my best with the accent. And then in English. First Snow by Stefan G. Stephenson. Fersti Snjör. Thou skera reina mjauka mjol sem maular samle dal jo fjol jo laus jo dalth liaut jo fraut thou litar alt eins vaut thou maudr jultu flaurder frau Jo farbst i loft som gufa blau. Thou snerir hein et hrauther ark vold. Svau hrein an grim dark cold. Oh yes, you can hear the rhyme scheme there. In English, we alas do not have this. First snow. You lucid, lustrous, tender snow who paint the landscape all one shade, the living, dead, ugly, fair. You color all things equal, white. You fled your mother's warm arms into the air as blue mist, turned home again one blizzard night, so pure but grim and cold. Oh, and happy 53rd wedding anniversary. Mom and Dad, I love you. You've been listening to Miss Lyrics Poetry Outlaws. Stay fierce, word musicians.